0: the most important thing is that I tolerated the crap that he was telling me and that is such an important thing as well your level of self-belief and self-worth is also based on what you tolerate and I put up with what he was telling me and those stupid comments that he was making and I stuck around for far too long just accepting it and that played a massive part of my self-belief you are listening to episode 7 of the Made For More podcast. Now this episode is titled How To Build Rock Solid Self-Belief. And I'm so excited about this one. This is actually a really special topic for me because I feel like once I got my head around this and I had a major, major breakthrough with this, this is where everything started to change. So I'm so excited to share it with you. But just to give you a little recap right now, if you could see the ridiculousness of me right now you would think okay you really don't have to have a whole professional setup to run a podcast so I'm currently sat on my floor in my office surrounded by Frankie's soft play I've got blankets I've got pillows I've got soft play I've got a Thomas the Tank Engine next to me and I'm sitting cross-legged on my floor because I actually normally record my podcast in my lounge because my office is really echoing but my lounge is being redecorated at the moment, so everything is in my office. So yeah, I'm like it's like I'm I've like built a fort in my office and I'm sitting inside it. I used to love building forts, did you? I loved it when I was like a kid, and I'd get two dining chairs and put a duvet over it. And in my head, it was like a full-blown fort. That was one of my favourite things to do. So I am fresh back from Turkey, my little getaway with my friend Amy, and it was so good. I don't know what I was so worried about or anxious about, because it was amazing. And actually, Frankie genuinely had the time of his life with his grandparents and with everyone else and he just had a lovely time and I feel so refreshed and I just can't recommend it enough I should have done it sooner (laughs) I mean I couldn't have done it sooner because we couldn't leave the country but yeah I recommend anyone just if you're feeling a bit just overwhelmed or if you're feeling like you're a bit in groundhog days especially as a mum I feel like Every day you can feel a bit like Groundhog Day, especially when you're, you're running your whole life around their naps, which is what I do. Every day was just starting to feel the same, and I had to really shake it up. So, yeah, massively recommend taking some time to do that for you today. So, like I said, I'm going to talk to you today about how to build rock solid belief. And the biggest misconception is that other things or other people dictate how you feel about yourself or how you how much you believe in yourself your level of self-belief and actually it's all an inside job it's all up to us and I didn't realize this until about two years ago something I went through a period of time in my life which I'm going to I'm going to talk to you about and it taught me so so much and I felt like my life was like up to that point and then after that point and then after that point that's where everything started to kick into place and that's where I really started to make progress and started to achieve things and set goals for myself that I thought I would never ever possibly be able to do and yeah it was a real turning point for me so I'm really excited to share that with you. So just to give you a little backstory, I haven't always felt this way so right now I do have a high level of self-belief. I really believe that anything I put my mind to I can achieve and I haven't always felt like this and I don't feel like that every single day. I don't wake up every day like yes I'm going to run for president today, I can do anything I mean, I would be a terrible president. I'd just be like, yes, love and joy to all. (laughs) Let's not fight. Everyone can have everything. I'd be a terrible president. It would be a nice place to live though, I think. But yeah, every day I don't wake up feeling like that. I don't think anyone wakes up every day with the ultimate, you know, highest level of self-belief. But generally, I do believe that if there is something I want to achieve, I can achieve it if I put my mind to it. Because I've realised that I'm in control of all of it. But I was not always this way. I actually really did not believe in myself a lot at all. And when I started my business seven years ago, I, um, have I mentioned it It was seven years ago, by the way? (laughs) I feel like in in every episode, I'm like seven years ago. What's that thing? Oh yeah, I feel like it's like, you know, at band camp when it's like, anyway, you know what I mean? But I haven't always had this kind of level of self-belief. And when I started my business, I really didn't. And I had to get talked into you know, starting my business. And I had to have a few little nudges from Kurt being like, come on, you can do this. So I kind of thought back about all the stuff that's happened in my life and and why I really didn't believe in myself a lot, because I had achieved a lot, you know, as a dancer and doing shows in the West End. And I had a really good career, but I still didn't believe in myself that much. So I was a starter, I only learnt this term a couple of years ago, but I realised that you have starters and you have finishers. And I was 100% a starter. Like I said before, I had so many ideas of stuff I wanted to do and I'm a really creative person. So I get lots of ideas, there's loads that I want to achieve and I just throw myself in. I never really prepare for stuff very well. I never kind of, you know take time to make sure everything's perfect I just kind of throw myself in and I'm like yes I'll just figure it out so I started loads of things but I would always quit I would lose interest or I'd lose momentum or I've just I've got a pretty short attention span to be honest and I would quit everything and actually it became a bit of a running joke loads of my family and friends if if I hadn't caught up with them for a little while every time I'd meet up with them I'd be doing something else dramatically different. So I had a dressmaking company and then I was studying for a diploma in sports psychology. I mean I honestly got like three weeks in. It was a home university course and yeah it turns out home university and a short attention span just don't go hand in hand very well at all to be honest with you. So I quit that really quickly but I was just always quitting stuff. You know it, when I was at dancing we I was always on some crazy diet and I'd do it for a bit and then I'd quit and then I'd do something else and I was just... I was a quitter and at the time I didn't really think anything of it that was just my character and it was kind of funny and people would be like oh god what's she doing now and that was just I I never really thought about what that was doing to me and the way I felt about myself and that was just something that I always did. I think loads of people are the same loads of people quit their gym memberships or loads of people quit marriages loads of people quit relationships you know loads of people quit stuff all the time there's been so many like I don't know couch to 5k's or something that people have quit. That's just a normal thing. And like I said, I really didn't think about how damaging this behaviour would be for me in the future. So the turning point came for me. About three years ago, I decided that I, I wasn't in a very good place. So I really wasn't well, to be honest with you. I was getting, my skin was awful. I was getting awful stomach cramps all the time. I was so tired and exhausted and sluggish and I just felt awful. And I decided that I really need to kind of put my health first. And instead of trying to be thin, I need to actually try and be healthy. So with my company, we do a 30 days to healthy living plan. And I decided to really stick to it and really focus on getting healthy. So after the 30 days, I felt amazing. My skin was clearing up and I I had more energy. My hormones were balanced out. I was sleeping better. My mood was better. And I really was starting to like what I was seeing in the mirror you know my body was changing and it was going to the place that I'd always wanted to get to even though I hadn't been focusing on losing weight as such so I decided that I really liked this idea of focusing on health instead of focusing on being thin that was a whole revolutionary idea for me as a dancer so I decided that actually I want to do a fitness competition so I decided I was going to do a bodybuilding competition And I wanted to do this plan basically for eight months for the entire prep period and see what kind of results I could get with my body based on focusing on health as opposed to focusing on losing weight and, you know, having a tinier waist and having a whatever, just, you know, aesthetically changing my body. So that's what I did. So I decided that I don't know why I do this as well. I go from barely being able to stick to a 30 day plan to then doing this whole epic eight month thing. And at this point, I'd never stepped foot in a gym either. I was so lazy. After I got injured from dancing, I just stopped working out completely. Every time I went to the gym, I just couldn't be asked and I didn't know what to do. And I just kind of fannied around picking up a two kg weight here and then trying to put on a cable here and I just really had no direction at all. So I decided over the course of the next year I was going to commit myself and focus on being the healthiest I could possibly be and also showing people that you don't have to focus on losing weight, you can just focus on being healthy. So that's what I did and that was my whole focus for the whole year and I had no idea that in the process of doing that I was actually going to learn one of the biggest lessons and most profound lessons in my own personal growth. So what I learned was as the time was going on I was sticking to what I said I was going to do and I was you know getting more more kind of disciplined with my food and I was getting more and more disciplined with my training and you know I wasn't missing my training sessions and sometimes I was doing two weight sessions a day and you know I was working out six times a week at this point six days a week and I was on it, I was absolutely smashing it and I had, the reason why I think I was smashing it was because I had a real clear purpose of what I was trying to achieve. I really wanted to show people and I was documenting it on all of my my social media and I really wanted to show people A, what happens when you focus on gut health and you know really kind of sorting your body out but also the fact that you can really learn to love your body despite having been in a pretty terrible place with your body. So I was doing this and I was so focused and I was doing everything that I said I was going to do. And day by day, I was starting to believe in myself a little bit more. And day by day, I was setting new goals for myself and I was setting new things that I wanted to achieve. And I was starting to change the chat in my head. And instead of my chat saying, no, you're not going to do it, blah, 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 all this rubbish, which your subconscious mind normally pipes up with, I could hear myself starting to say, yeah, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, of course you can do it. And I realized that this is the secret to self belief. The secret to having rock solid self belief, are you ready for it? Is to not break your own promises. Now, all those times where I said, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do this diploma, or I'm going to start this company, or I'm going to do this Thursday plan, and I quit every single time i removed a layer of self belief because what actually happens is when you set yourself a goal you have your conscious mind your kind of everyday mind that you know you know you think with but then you also have your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is often the most powerful one. It's the one that rules so much of our decisions, but it's also the one that's quite an emotional, it's based on a lot of emotion. And it's also based on what's happened in our past and our past actions. So what actually happens is when we decide to go for something, we set a goal for ourselves and we say, right, I'm gonna do a bodybuilding competition our subconscious mind goes back and looks through our past and it kind of flicks through the archives of what's happened. Imagine like a whole row of folders and that's the archives of your past experience. And it has it little flick through and it's, you know, thumbing its way through and it's going, huh, okay. So Carly said that she wants to do this bodybuilding competition. Ah, last January said she was going to do this 30-day plan and she didn't stick to it. So she's probably not going to do it. Or, ah, Carly said that she was going to do a couch to 5K, but... No, yeah, she just did day three. Yeah, no, she's probably not going to stick to it. And what happens is that your mind goes through those archives and it decides how it feels about your new goal based on what's happened before. So what I realised was, when you make a decision to not break your own promises, you actually start to rewrite those archives. You start to create new evidence for your subconscious mind to feed off. So what was happening was, I was sticking to what I said I was going to do. I was doing my, I was sticking to my food and I was sticking to my fitness and everything like that. And I was, everything that I was setting myself, I was doing, I was finishing. I had become a finisher. And what that meant then, was there anything I said after that? So if I was going for a big goal in my business, my subconscious mind went through my recent archives and it was like, oh yeah. No, Carly said that she she was going to do this bodybuilding thing and she's doing it. Yeah, she's smashing it. Yeah, yeah, you can do that and I really started to rewrite my story and that's what I want to talk to you about is the sense that you have a story up until now so all your past experiences are deciding how you feel about yourself and you've kind of created a character of what you are. So my character back in the day was that I was flaky, I quit stuff, I had no direction, I had no attention span and I really couldn't stick anything out and I just had no kind of stability. That was my character. Now I've rewritten my character to be disciplined, focused, I set big visions for myself. I set big goals. I can achieve anything that I want to do because I prove to myself that that's what I do. So if your character right now is someone that you're not proud of or someone that you don't believe in or, you know, someone that you don't think can achieve all the things that you want to achieve, you need to rewrite that character. You need to rewrite that story and you need to replace those archives with new archives that prove that what you want to do, you can absolutely do. But it's up to you to do that. You have to do that by your actions and what you do from now on. So this shows up in my life all the time. There's, you know, like I said, not every day do I feel a hundred percent full belief in myself, like I can take on the world. There are, you know, there are always going to be times where you doubt yourself. And actually being a mum I found myself doubting myself more. I don't know if that's just a a natural part of being a mum. You kind of always question yourself more. And, you know, it's really kind of got me thinking more about what I do and who I am and everything like that and what example I'm setting. And, you know, not even that long ago... I set myself massive goals for the next couple of years. I've, You know, I really set myself some big, audacious goals. And for a fleeting moment, I started to doubt myself. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, but can I do that? You know, now I'm a mum and I don't have as much time. Can I do that? And can I actually achieve that? And I really caught myself. I caught those feelings and I looked back at what I'd been doing. And it's just so black and white plain to see why I was feeling that way. It's because... I'd said I was going to do my 30-day plan and I quit after 10 days because we were in lockdown and you know the sun was out and then I wanted to have a little cider and then I was like oh let's just get a little takeaway and I just got caught up in it. So I broke that promise to myself and other things were happening. I said that I was going to go for a run every day and I didn't go for a run every day. I'd sacked it off because Selling Sunset was on. And I realized that I kept breaking promises to myself. And this is why that little layer of, you know, limiting belief or that little layer of self doubt had crept in because I broke the promises to myself. And you wouldn't break promises to other people. If you promised your little boy that you were going to take him to, you know, the shop tomorrow and he was going to get his favorite chocolate bar, you wouldn't break that promise. There's no way you would do it. If you promised, Your loved one, something else, you would never break it. But the promises that we make to ourselves are always the first ones that we break. And they're the most important because that's exactly what controls how you feel about yourself. And for years of my life, I said that a relationship that I was in years ago was the reason why I didn't believe in myself. You know, he was a dick, excuse my language, he was a dick. And he used to say really undermining stuff. He used to say that. I was thick and I wasn't very smart. I had, you know, had no intelligence at all and just would always kind of put down my intelligence. And then I always used to say, you know, he's the reason why I have no self-belief. But when I look back at that time, it's not what he said that made me feel that way. It's what I was doing at that time. At that time, I was in the height of my dance career and I kept saying that I was going to go get up early and go and do dance class so I could be a better dancer. I never got up early and went to dance class. I would keep saying that I was going to get some more singing lessons. I never got singing lessons. I would keep saying that I was going to stop the fad diets and actually get healthy. I never did any of that stuff. And also the most important thing is that I tolerated the crap that he was telling me. And that is such an important thing as well. Your level of self-belief and self-worth is also based on what you tolerate. And I put up with what he was telling me. And those stupid comments that he was making. And I stuck around for far too long just accepting it. And that played a massive part of my self-belief. But it's not because of what he was saying to me. It was because of what I was tolerating. It's the fact that I kept standing there and taking it when I shouldn't have done. So this is what I mean in that you are in control of your own self-belief. If right now you feel rubbish about yourself, that's fine that's absolutely okay. I've been there. I know it's painful. And I know it's a rubbish place to be. But I've told you the secret now. I've told you the secret to turning that around. And this time next year, you can be in in a dramatically different place, smashing goals that you never thought you could even dream of smashing, because of the actions that you take today. So if you decide today that every promise you make to yourself, you're not going to break, you're Day by day, you are going to start to believe in yourself a little bit more. And don't set yourself massive promises. I actually don't recommend going from never setting foot in the gym, never eating healthy at all to doing a bodybuilding competition. It's not the most ideal way of doing it, to be honest with you. Although I did learn a lot about self-belief. I also, and it literally nearly broke me. It was just a crazy, crazy time. But set yourself goals that you know you can keep and you know set yourself promises that you know you can keep so if it's that you want to quit smoking then decide that if you can't quit smoking straight away decide that you're gonna cut down to one a day and then see how you get on and then cut down does anyone even smoke anymore i feel like smoking is so like it's just not even cool anymore is it i don't even it, it wasn't that cool anyway but anyway i don't know why smoking came to my head but say it's drinking say you've got into a bit of a lockdown habit of having a glass or a couple of glasses of wine every night, stop it. Like, stop it. (laughs) At some point, you have to break the cycle and you are in control of this cycle. You have to stop the things that aren't serving you anymore. And if any of the things that you're doing make you feel rubbish about yourself or make you feel like you can't achieve anything, then you need to break that cycle and you need to put a stop to it. So look at the things in your life right now where you feel like you're not being 100% committed to them and think of the promises that you've made to yourself up until now I mean New Year's resolutions are always the perfect place to look at because we set such big you know resolutions and intentions for ourselves on the 1st of January and so many people give up on them straight away so what did you set yourself on the 1st of January but also what are the things that aren't serving you now and put a plan in place to change that and then stick to that And just remember, every single time you break a promise to yourself, you add another archive to that file. And one day your subconscious mind is going to go back to that point and say, ah, well, you know, you said that you were going to give up the wine every night and you didn't. You're still there smashing a bottle of Blossom Hill. So no, you're not going to achieve your goals. Don't underestimate how powerful those tiny decisions are those tiny promises that you make to yourself are they are so damaging for how you feel about yourself in the future so when you're faced with that thing and you're thinking oh i really want a glass of wine though just think how will i feel about myself if i do this how will i feel about myself if i have this glass of wine and that changes everything so rewrite the archives in your mind rewrite a new story have that story say that whatever you put your mind to you will 100% do and then you will honestly honestly achieve anything the goals that I set myself now are so audacious and so huge and honestly I have no doubt I'm going to achieve every single one of them so you will see me as a New York Times best-selling author just to let you know (laughs) but that's all because of those tiny decisions it's all because of sticking to that 30-day plan or get into the gym when I don't want to do it, or, you know, all of those tiny things. So I really hope you have found that helpful. And it's going to help to change your story and change this cycle. Like I said, you are in control of all of it. And do not ever think that where you're at right now is where you're going to be forever. You have absolutely everything inside you to change it. You just need to want to change it so i hope that resonated with you please if any of it you loved or if you know anyone else that struggles with self belief please please share this with them share it on your insta stories tag me at made for more pod and let me know how you getting on let me know what you thought let me know your feedback I'm so excited to hear how you're getting on and let me know where you're at in your business as well and what it is that you really want to hear from these episodes because I want to give you exactly what you need to take it to the next level because I truly honestly without a doubt believe that every single one of you listening to this podcast is made for so much more than you can even imagine and now is the time to take it to the next level thank you so much guys have a wonderful week and I look forward to chatting to you next week bye